0: You are about to enter a great adventure. This
1: is Strutting From Gorilla. Welcome back, everybody, to Strutting From Gorilla. We are up. We are Adam. We have our wakey wakey eggs and bakey episode here. Um, this is strutting from gorilla. Uh, I got myself
0: big Vito, and we got Mikey cash. How you doing today, Mikey? I'm ready to go. I got my cup of coffee in my hand and I'm ready to talk about wrestling first thing in the morning. Who isn't?
1: I, I, I mean, I don't know. It's a great question, right? If you're not ready to talk about wrestling in the morning at 6 a.m., What are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things. Um, Hey, we had a pretty exciting week. Uh, Before we get into it, I think we're going to... Today's going to kind of be another continuation of, like, talking about the current events. I think there's a lot going on in wrestling right now. But even more than that, the strutting from Gorilla Crew went on... We finally got
0: together, for one.
1: Yeah. And we went on... We went to see SmackDown, like... I don't know if pigs yeah. are flying, but we actually went to a WWE event. Willfully,
0: um, we paid for the tickets.
1: Yeah. And spoiler alert, the leader of men did not fall asleep
0: this time. That's right, baby. Yep. So congrats, Vinny Mac. You did your job. You kept yep. Bobby Stone awake for two whole hours. Hell yeah, it was great. It was
1: great. It was actually a really good show. You know, why don't we just get right into talking about that before we get into yep. everything else? Um but, uh, so, what, what were your thoughts on the show? I mean, we talked about it a little bit. I thought it was probably one of the better SmackDowns that we've seen. Even yeah, WWE yeah. events.
0: Honestly, it, it was way better than the SmackDown I had gone to with Leader of Men and Big Mengs, uh back in February of 2020. That was not a great show. This one was. It started off really hot. I mean, it started with Lesnar and Roman. And I thought that segment was wonderful. They did a great job just sort of selling whatever match those two are going to have down the road. I think they're just leaving the door open. I think when you heard Lesnar talk about title versus title, I think it's like planting some sort of seed for people's minds. And I think you even said when we were talking about it after that maybe this is setting something up for WrestleMania belt versus belt type of deal.
1: You know, it would be nice if it was a belt versus belt deal um i think um you know we talk about it all the time with too many championship belts but Mm -hmm. like how good would it feel to have one main champion like okay now that lesnar won that belt he's been on smackdown and raw roman's only been on smackdown like what what what's going on here like that that's the the storyline stuff that's killing me because it's it's like just get it together, have either have separate shows or don't. Um, That's what bothers me, but it it would be great. I mean, I think a a title verse title match would be great. Um, And then consolidate it to one, but we'll see what happens there. I I did. I like that segment. Um, I I will say the only thing that was concerning was that we were there for uh, two hours and we saw four wrestling matches. One that was a dark match. That is so, true. Yeah, <laughs> that is true.
0: It was definitely a bit of a promo-heavy show. It's almost it. It felt like they were doing a go-home show, but there there was nothing to go home to. There was no go-home. Like yeah, it felt no. it felt like an episode of of SmackDown right before a pay-per-view. But there's yeah, still it, like three weeks. It did. So, I, <laughs> I it was it was a little confusing. Maybe it was their way of making up for the whole day one stuff. Yeah, and I got to tell you the. The the pyro, we talked about this too. The pyro was um was great was to loud. see. It was loud, but it was good. It
1: was awesome. I, it really yeah.
0: does just make the show. I like it. That's the one piece of the entertainment aspect of WWE that I'll you, you won't actually hear me complain about because yeah. I complain about everything. But <laughs> this is actually something that I, I just don't mind. I think it's fine. Yeah, no,
1: I agree. I but I would say overall, um, the, the strutting from
0: Gorilla Crew, we, we went to burn it down, and uh, that's what we did. Yeah, we got a little Seth Rollins after the show. He came out, and he kind of turned face. He was, he's was he been a heel for a while, but when he came out, he was, the Usos attacked him from behind, and then he beat them up and sent the crowd home smiling. I gotta say, though, uh,
1: and I mentioned this when we were at the show, but don't you feel that he just basically copied Shinsuke? Like he's got that flamboyant like entrance and a, then the crowds chanting his music, he changed his music and it's very similar. Um, and then he does the same thing coming out. Like I, I don't know. I just think there's a little bit of,
0: to be honest, I didn't really think too much about it until you said it, but now that you've said it now, it's one of those things where, now I can't not see it because there are. <laughs> I know. There, so thank you for ruining Seth Rollins for me. But because I was I remember saying to you, I think on the ride down, I was like, oh, man, I really I, I kind of like this Seth Rollins, just like nutty guy type of character. I don't mind it. He's a little unpredictable, but there's also a so, uh, likable quality to him. Yeah, and now, now I'm like, oh, well, now he's just infringing on Shinsuke's gimmick, so now I don't like him anymore.
1: Well, that the, you, you took the thoughts right out of my uh, right out of my head. I said the same thing. I, I, I was like, oh, this is great, and then I realized like it's pretty much the same thing. And I'm like, he would be the type of guy to steal someone's
0: shit. You know what I mean? Like he just that son of a bitch. <laughs> so this episode went from we had a great time to Seth Rollins sucks in a matter <laughs> of ten minutes.
1: Yeah. Well, anyways, let's move on to the, what we were here to talk about. I think we're, yeah. Yeah. Should we give
0: them a rundown? What, what we're going to be covering today? Yeah. I'll let Outside you do of it. our yeah. SmackDown. All right. Yeah, so ahead. we're going to talk a little bit about the, the, the day one event because you know, we, we were, we wanted to make sure we cover that for you guys. And also a little bit of the battle of the belts. One of AEW's little sp- Saturday night specials that they had over the weekend. Pretty good. Some AEW thoughts in general, covering like the TBS title tournament, uh, just that kick-ass women's tag team match that they had a couple weeks ago on Dynamite. That street fight. Uh, also, we're going to talk a little bit about a obviously a Royal Rumble preview. We're going to be talking all about Lesnar, Lashley, some of these forbidden doors that are opening in the Rumble. If mm-hmm. anybody was paying attention to some of the entrance in the women's Rumble in particular. So um yeah, I think that's what that's a pretty good way for us to uh to start off, I think.
1: Yeah, and uh, I have a great theory for this Forbidden Door Royal okay. Rumble. All right. So make All sure right. you get you listen to the end here because I got a good one. All right. Although this is like one of those Tony Khan's hyping it up and then like uh, uh who the heck comes out uh who's the uh,
0: the is it Lito Rush? You know what's weird is I thought about that too. It's like all this build up and it's Leo. Yeah. Yeah. As much as I weird. like Leo, it's not exactly a huge signing. Well,
1: right, yeah. I mean, it's cool, uh, but I, I don't think we've seen him since. So I, actually he retired.
0: He retired. No, he's back again. Oh, he's back? I thought he right. retired. And this is this is what we mean. <laughs> this <laughs> yeah, is what we mean exactly. right here. All right. Well so, moving on. Yeah, let's get into AEW.
1: Yeah uh battle of the belts you i you know i saw bits and pieces of it i wasn't able to see the whole thing so i'm gonna let you give us a little bit of a rundown on, on what you thought about it
0: yeah so it was just a one hour special it wasn't anything really to write home about i think it was just nice having a little wrestling show on a saturday night uh i think one of the matches was ricky starks defending his ftw championship and i just gotta say i feel like the ftw championship feels out of place in 2021 yeah. it's like I get what he was trying to do and I don't blame them for just this kind of idea and trying something new, but actually scratch that. It's not even really anything new. No, I'm really being not honest new. here. We're rehashing something that worked in ECW. Yeah. However, I don't think the whole purpose of this belt really, it doesn't do the job in 2021. And I feel like it's very out of place on AEW's TV and and I do think, unfortunately, you could confuse some people with this being a legitimate title because it's not a real title, but yet it's being defended. It's just it's really weird. It's stupid. It's a, it's a strange thing. Yeah. So uh, I hope that at some point they just sort of take that off TV or it gets relinquished or vacated or something. But um, uh, maybe Medusa can throw it in the trash. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. That's uh, Another. uh match that was pretty good was sammy guevara versus dustin rhodes the the match itself was pretty good but it was for the interim tnt championship because cody was uh, unable to compete because he had covid so i thought it was really strange actually that AEW refused to say that it was covid they just said medical protocol says cody can't be here tonight it's interesting And I remember I was texting you guys, everybody on the text chain, and I was like, it feels as though WWE and AW switched places this week, where they just like, in terms of like their openness about certain things. Yeah, you might be right. The fact that you know Roman and WWE and Michael Cole on TV is like, hey, he's got COVID nineteen, he can't make it to day one, and AW is like, well, let's not go to COVID, but it's medical protocols. And then Cody ruins the whole thing by coming out and saying, yeah, I have COVID. So I'm not going to be there. So it just, it, it didn't make sense. It seems like somehow there were some wires crossed there. But
1: yeah, the match I, itself
0: was good. Gravara, again, dude, I I struggle with him because I think he's a really good, I think he's a good wrestler. But I just don't, he doesn't do anything for Mikey Cash. doesn't do anything yeah. for me.
1: I don't know about you. I, I don't mind him. Um, but again, you, you're not a, a flippity-dippity-doopity-die dive guy you know what i mean like you 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 don't like the 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 high spots as much as i do you know what are I'm you trying calling to say? me a like,
0: crotchety old man is that what yeah you're
1: yeah you're 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 the ground and pound guy i'm the i'm the uh the, the high flyer you know i i enjoy a good high flying guy and I, you know i i think i think what you don't like about him is that he's a cocky little bastard you know what i mean like he he's got that cockiness in him and uh he, I, as far as a wrestler goes, I'll, I'll be truthful. I haven't seen enough of his work to say I don't like him. I haven't seen enough of his work to say I I do like him. I'm I'm completely in the middle with him. Mm-hmm. So
0: um, I, I'm not saying I don't like him. I just think his character doesn't do anything for me. Like okay. it doesn't it Spanish doesn't get God. me interested in him. Yeah,
1: that's fair. That's a, that, that's a fair statement though.
0: And maybe that can change. I, that's I, I mean. Uh, that's happened for me with a lot of different wrestlers over time. So it just depends on what what their development is like.
1: Yeah, no, I would I would agree there. Um I, yeah, he's 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 a strange one for me, you know, because I I agree, I I think he's a good wrestler, but I mean, clearly, I feel like Jericho really likes him.
0: Like that's yeah. the weird thing. Yeah, Jericho's boy. Yeah, Jericho's boy. So. And those damn skinny jeans Jericho wears—they're so <laughs> tight. They're so they tight. Like he came out, I think it was on Friday. he came out to like save Eddie Kingston again, yep, but oh my God, I was do you remember that episode of Friends when Ross has like the leather pants and he like can't get them off and he's like, where's <laughs> like, like i I feel like that must happen to Jericho every time he has to go to the bathroom it's it's out of control. you know Those what pants are super tight. He's going through a thing right now. he's in midlife crisis, you know, I'm shocked he's still doing it, but hey if you can wear tight pants and pull it off i'm all for it like i i can't do that yeah i'm a, I, I'm a slim I, fit guy but i can't go full
1: skinny yeah i'm listen i hear you on that he's got a lot of confidence build and and the
0: hair dye job right you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> has anybody pointed out that it looked like somebody took a shit on jericho's forehead like, no I all of heard it anything pulled up like right at his hairline yeah
1: I see. I didn't see that on TV until you, you mentioned it now, Mikey, I can't unsee it. So thank you. No in HD, but you know what? Again, I give him credit. The guy's been, I know he's been on the show every week. It's not like he's a part timer. You know what I mean? Like he's been wrestling a little bit less, but that's fine. I mean, dude, he's been doing it for so many
0: years. You know, it's like, what do you do? It's fine. Anyway, moving on, (laughs) moving on from Jericho. Uh, So the main event of the show was Britt Baker versus Rio for the women's championship. And this was a really good match. They did. a—I thought they did a good job of selling the story that Britt had not beaten Rio yet and that she was actually kind of nervous to be fighting her. And you saw throughout the match the way they told the story was that Rio had answers for Britt Baker that other wrestlers didn't have. So I thought they did a good job of putting Rio over in that regard. It kind of made her look pretty strong. Yeah. And. It also furthered along this, like, mini sort of tension that's going on in the DMD's group with Jamie Hayter specifically. There was a couple times where she tried to help, and it seemed like it was unwanted by Britt Baker. So I'm curious where they're going to go with that. Uh, Ultimately, Britt retains. I think that, obviously, that's a good decision. I think she needs to have that belt until another challenger comes along where where they feel like they can make that kind of change. Maybe... Maybe that's Thunder Rosa now. Now that she's sort of out of the TBS title tournament, so yep. Or maybe it's Sasha Banks knocking could down after you that Could forbidden you door. imagine? Could you imagine? I don't even want to. I'm, I got a smile on my face, guys. I know that you would did. be amazing. Yeah, be a great match. No.
1: It would be. It would be great. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I mean, I think Bert Baker's been great. Anyways, we talk about her all the time. She's been, mm-hmm. I think, the one of the bigger shining lights in AWL, yeah, big show. time. And it's speaking, not surprising she puts on
0: another good show. Not, not surprising at all. She does a really good job of this. She's got a good character. You could tell she's comfortable, and and that's why I want I want her if she's ever going to drop the title. It needs to be in a good feud. It needs to be with someone who's also just as well rounded as her. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. So, uh agreed. Speaking of the women, though, congrats yep. to Jade Cargill. She did win. She won the TBS title tournament. She is the TBS champion. Beat yep, Ruby Soho in the that. finals. Yep. I thought I, I do wish that I would, I liked the match more than I did. I yeah. think some, re- something just wasn't working a little bit, but they did, they busted their ass. So, you know, I can't do, do what they're doing. So Correct. who am I to really say anything? But, yep. um, yeah, I, I'm excited to see where this, where Jade goes, maybe she's just going to be, you know, running the gauntlet here with the TBS title, like, uh, like a U.S. open challenge type of deal.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see how that works with the um, TBS title versus the A the women's AEW championship. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, I kind of curious to see how that dynamic works out. Like,
0: like a secondary women's title.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I don't hate it. I just uh, I'm curious to see
0: how it works. All right, last thing: women's street fight. You watched it a few weeks ago on Dynamite. I did. Oh, it was Rampage, sorry. Yes, with
1: the Bunny and um Penelope. Bunny
0: and Penelope four, uh, versus Tay, Conti, and Anna J. Dude, <laughs> I I don't know what was happening. Like maybe I, I don't know what it was, but that whole match, like the crowd was into it and it just worked. It totally t- should have been their main event that night. Yeah, do they tape
1: those before or after Dynamite?
0: I think it depends on whatever their schedule is. Sometimes it's before, sometimes it's after. Sometimes it's its own separate recording.
1: Yeah, could you imagine if
0: they taped that before Dynamite? (laughs) That'll take the wind out of the sails for anybody else coming on.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like That would have been crazy. But But yeah, no, it was was a great match.
0: I mean, you know me. I love me some good hardcore shit. Right, Anna J put the uh she put the barbed wire on her arm and then did the the sleeper hold. That was actually really cool. Yeah. I, I I'm shocked that they still so
1: here's what I don't understand, and this a little off topic, but how come they show blood in AEW but they don't in
0: WWE? Is it just like it's just a, a choice rule. that they make? Yeah, it's just their their PG rule. That's part of it. Gotcha. Sponsors, stocks, all that stuff. Yeah. They have a lot more masters to answer to. I just think
1: that it gives it so much, it gives a match and listen, you don't want to overdo it, but it gives the match so much more. Um, I'm not going to call it credibility, but mm. there's just something about it every now and then. And I think the fact that they've used it a lot less over the years makes it that much more special
0: when you actually see it, you know? Yeah. It means something. Yeah. If it's happening all the time, it doesn't, yeah. it's just white noise. Like the flippity flippity dippity news that you hate. That is true. If if people, so just for the listeners, me and Vito were driving down to SmackDown, and we totally regretted that we didn't film a ride along episode because yep. there would have been some gold in there. Oh, there was and gold. I I think one of the things we talked about was that whole flippity flippity thing, and yeah. and maybe maybe I'm not the biggest fan because sometimes it feels like there's no rhyme or reason for why someone's flipping in a match. Other yeah, well, than to just flip. Well, I, again you and JR have the same opinion. So I can't I think believe that, that's that I have the same opinion as JR. I never thought that would happen.
1: I'm I'm the opposite mind, uh, when it comes to that. I uh I'm simple minded, so
0: give me all the flips in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you are the general audience. Pretty much. But no, all right. it all right. So it's not that I don't like flips, man. I just I think I think it needs to make sense. Like I, it doesn't seem as though a lot of people think, why am I about to do this? Like there's no, there doesn't seem to be a lot of psychology to it. No. And maybe I could talk to Rey Mysterio because he does all that stuff, but he's awesome. So I don't know. I clearly he's figured it out.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, and and Eddie Guerrero was pretty good at it too. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think there are a lot of guys out there that are, are just, all over the place, but if you have a rhyme and reason, I, I get what you're saying there, and I agree. Um, yeah, I do. I do agree. Um, anyway, but <laughs> it, it, yeah, hey, wow, we agree. Wow, we ag- we agree. We agree on something. I like imagine that. Well, hey, listen, let's let's
0: let let's, now that we talked about let's a- ride WWE, this. Let's ride this momentum, shall we?
1: Yeah, let's go into WWE, and and you know this is a positive day. It's a new day for WWE. It it's just it's so funny, Mike, that. They can make all these positive steps. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, going into WWE day one, I was really a little bit invested, and that doesn't happen very much lately, with the whole four-way match between Lashley, Rollins, Biggie, and um Kevin Owens. And Lo, lo and behold, you know, WWE does their magic. Roman Reigns gets COVID. They Is that part of Brock. their
0: magic? Did they, they give him COVID?
1: Well, no, no. Listen, that's not what <laughs> they, I mean. They pulled but their magic the and they just gave they, the guy. They, they have this magic way of, of, hmm. of taking this great gift of something good and just... yeah making a turd of it sometimes, which it used to be the opposite back in the day, but I I don't know. So Lesnar Roman Reigns gets COVID and Lesnar, they, they throw him in the the four-way match, make it a five-way match. And this whole time they've been building biggie up. He's Mm -hmm. been a great champion. You know, you got Rollins coming through who's gaining momentum. You got Lashley who's been, I mean, having a great run here in WWE. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin Owens, who has been putting on great matches, but probably hasn't been utilized the best, but he was starting to get there. Sure. And I was really invested in this. I don't, how,
0: were, were you? Absolutely, I was. I actually thought, and it wasn't that I was watching Raw every week, but I was just watching the highlights and stuff. But from that, I actually was able to get invested in this four-way. I thought the story made sense. And from what I had seen... They had a couple of, of stokes in the fire with Lashley and Big E. It seemed like that's, they were going to break off into their own feud, and as the build to WrestleMania continued, you'd see a little bit of that with Seth and Kevin Owens as well because they were both like dastardly. So it was going to be who was going to turn on the other, and they were it was you, you. Everyone was sort of playing the guessing game with that, but it was it was entertaining to see. And then yeah. Lesnar just threw a wrench in that.
1: Oh, it was ridiculous. And uh, here's the thing, though. Like when so Lesnar ended up winning, like spoiler alert, Lesnar won the belt if you haven't watched lately. But um, before the before the pay-per-view or even before the match, they they interviewed all the guys. And I could tell something was up because every single one of them was angry besides Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens was the only one when they were interviewing before the match. They were like, "How do you feel about Lesnar coming in the match?" And he was like, "It's Brock Lesnar, blah 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 blah." And he just like <laughs> everyone else was pissed off, just didn't care. Yeah, and um, he ended up winning. And I just, you know, more so than that, I just feel bad because you know they get some momentum going with Big E, and I think mm-hmm. he was really gaining steam, and they just cut it short, you know. And yeah, and yeah. I, I look, I'm not saying it's the end of end of him or anything like that it's just we've all seen the same lesnar story and i i
0: like lesnar i th- this run that lesnar is on right now is great right the the devil's advocate here is saying this is arguably one of the best versions of lesnar we've ever seen because yeah. it's it's finally a well-rounded lesnar where it's, know. we're seeing him actually rely on himself for his mic skills yeah. and who knew he could pull the promos he's pulling right now? I never expected that he could do that with such confidence. Oh, anytime I, mean, I heard him on the mic, I was like, one, your voice doesn't match your body, and <laughs> two, it it just didn't sound natural when he was pulling promos. Yeah, I mean, he dismantled uh, Bobby. He said Lashley he dismantled Lashley night. on Raw last night, but I I, did, I haven't got to see it yet, so oh, he I, to, I have to withhold my judgment. He dismantled them. It's just, you know what? You know what? I don't know
1: what's going on, but there seems to be like this re- renewed energy from some of the guys. And I don't mm-hmm. know if it's maybe like, hey, Lesnar's willing to be here. He's willing to fight. Like, you guys need to step it up. I mean, the match last night with, with Rollins and Lashley was, I mean, Rollins and Big E was phenomenal. It was the yeah. best match I've seen on Raw in years. And um, it was just it was great. And I don't know what's going on, but there seems to be this like renewed energy. And <laughs> I just I, I'm glad that him getting the belt again did not stop that.
0: Well, you know, I do you think it has anything to do with all of the releases lately? And and almost like, hey, I need to make sure that I'm putting on the best matches possible, but I'm doing the best that I possibly can with any time that I have on TV. Because I never know when I'm going to get released. Yeah. there's there's What, just this past week, basically all of Triple H's NXT team got let go. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that a so, little bit later on, too. I, 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 I don't know if that's playing a role. It's just the unpredictability of your employment. Which, sure, it's giving us some good TV. But if that's the reason, is that a worthy reason, then? Maybe.
1: Um, I mean, I could definitely see that. I just think that there's some of these guys that have been there and it's like, it's, it's time to step up or get out the door. Like, like Rollins has been a a good superstar and he's been fine. But if you're just fine, are you really worth doing it? Are you drawing money? Is he drawing people? And I think he's finally starting to get somewhere a little bit where it's like, okay, he's starting to, people are starting to actually enjoy him. He was there for a little bit and then I don't know what the hell happened.
0: His um, injury when he was, um, yeah, when he was champion back in probably Scootable. like 2015 yeah. or something, that took a lot of wind out of his sails. Because ever since he came back, he had been sort of floating around with his character here and there. And then they had those a couple of Shield reunions that I think just kind of further set him back. Because it's like I have character development, and then I go back to the Shield. Then I have yeah. character development, and I go back to the Shield one more time. And now he can finally just like let all let loose a little bit. Yeah, and and I think if
1: they have some sort of direction with the storyline like they've been doing, like it makes a big difference.
0: No, you mean when it's coherent?
1: Yeah, and you know what I mean. Like these guys actually have a chance to to do something. Like it's not just going through the motions, and then you have one feud that doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense. Go to the next one. Like you can start to build some sort of character. You know,
0: it's interesting that you're saying that because I think you're describing exactly why the whole Lesnar thing was so upsetting because there has been some coherent storytelling being told. Yeah. Now it's not just all just willy nilly, like whose line is it anyway type of deal. It's actually like, there's been some stories being told. And then when you inject that, you know, the points are made up and the rules don't matter. It's way more noticeable.
1: Oh, you saw
0: that happen with the whole Lesnar day one thing.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. And look, I, I, it's one of those things where he became champion. I watched the match and it happened and I wasn't even angry. Like it it was just like, mm-hmm. I expected it.
0: You sound resigned.
1: Yeah. I, I was almost just like, whatever. And, but the thing is, I'm not as upset with this one because he's on TV every week. Sure, It's the whole like part timer thing where it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, this guy's going to wrestle once, once a month, sometimes not even at a pay-per-view show up every now and then. And it's like, that doesn't make any sense. If you're going to be here every week and you're going to be invested, I'm fine with it. I don't give a shit, you know, like I, I, and and I don't think these wrestlers do either. It's only going to elevate them. Like, look what it's doing for those four guys, you know? At least three of the four. I don't know where Kevin Owens is going at this point, but um, well, he signed a new deal,
0: so he's not going anywhere. No,
1: I, I I know he signed a new deal, but he has he wasn't involved in any of the,
0: the no, aftermath no, of it
1: all. all. So, um, but yeah, the the rest of the uh, what do you how do you feel about um, the whole Lesnar
0: Lashley match finally happening? It's a long time coming, and I'm glad it's happening. I'm looking forward to watching that Raw segment that you were telling about from last night. Because it sounds like it was good. And I'm all for it. I think these guys could match up really well together. And we've been clamoring for this for years. I think that's been that's been a dream match for Lesnar since he came back. And for Lashley since he like got his second run with the company. And now is a good time for it because... Lashley's stock is pretty high right now He's had he had a really good run As WWE champion I think They were building towards him kind of doing it Again and then this whole day one Shit happened but I, I Think this is a good time to have Lesnar and Lashley do it sure I agree. Pe- People can complain and say oh it should be WrestleMania but not everything Can be WrestleMania so sometimes Take what you get and, yeah. and I'm I'm fine with it being at the rumble That's still a prominent event in their in their pantheon of pay-per-views
1: oh i agree Uh, i to be honest with you the uh royal rumble is one of my favorites
0: yeah it's always fun to watch
1: yeah i don't like so you know we'll we'll just go right into the royal rumble here go for it let's go talking about it um I didn't like that they have told us ahead of time who's in the women's Royal Rumble. Like, I kind of like it, but I also really like the surprises. Like, I am always like, there's always someone that pops Mm -hmm. up and you're like,
0: whoa, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I I do. I was actually looking at it because I was with you at first with that. I thought, oh, man, did they just spoil everybody that's going to be there? But. So I couldn't really count it when we were at SmackDown. They showed it on the big screen and they had all the wrestlers that were going to be in the Women's Rumble. So I looked at it again the day after and there's only 19 names on there. Uh, So there's still plenty. uh, There's (laughs) there's 11 people (laughs) that have yet to be announced for this. And we'll probably see a few of like the SmackDown or Raw wrestlers that are going to be announced, maybe an NXT name or two, and then maybe a couple more that could come from a forbidden door.
1: So let's so I th- talk about that for yeah. me in New York, because this is a great time. Um, yeah,
0: Mickey James, Impact Women's yeah. Champion, she's coming to the Royal Rumble. Uh, that's uh, I think that's huge. Yeah, um, I would agree.
1: I think there is going to be a lot more of that um, going forward so. with WWE. I was reading an article, and I think they've just kind of said, "Hey, why not?" And you know what, if you're WWE and every other promotion is doing it, why wouldn't you jump on
0: board and then you have all the money? You're the one that's going to, everyone's going to watch. Yeah. Like, they have nothing to lose by having wrestlers contracted to other companies showing up on their show. They have absolutely nothing to lose and everything to gain because then they can say, see, we are the mecca of professional wrestling because look at who shows up. Yeah. People want to be here still. Right. And they put on, listen,
1: they put on the, they have the most money. They put on a great show. Like mm-hmm. they know what they're doing. It's, it's just, it's the creative for yep. me. And, I know. I, think I
0: know. About. And that's, that's actually something I'm worried about because you know. I'm thinking about it. And in theory, this sounds great. And for a Royal rumble, awesome. Have somebody from another company coming through because you don't have to tell any other stories with them. Correct. But what's going to happen, you know. Let's say in a fantasy world here, Kenny Omega shows up on Raw. And he's there and he works like a little two-month program or something, right? How does he get booked? How does he get written? Do they try to change things? Like, What kind of protections do the superstars have from these other companies when they come in to make sure they're not fucked with? And then they leave with less value than they came in with
1: yeah i guess we'll we'll find out to say i mean who knows it may not even get that far it just might be one of those things where they do it for the royal rumble yeah. because it makes sense it's a one-off like boom they pop in and they're sure. done it's, it's a know? cool
0: it's a it's a legitimate surprise because we're yeah, always guessing about what former wwe superstar could come back yeah, but, but think then you're about like how, it could be anywhere think about how smart that
1: is though like if you're yeah. ever going to do it the royal rumble is a perfect time they get their you know few minutes get their and,
0: moment to shine and their moment to like, shine. Yeah. yeah, like everybody kind of knows, it's accepted that like, all right, likely it's unlikely this person's going to win the Rumble, but at least it could just be fun to see them interacting with That's the other it. superstars.
1: That's it, and you know, I, I, so here's my my. I wish we had like a siren alert thing. That I, know, I, can play I know. Right now, Woo! here's my my hot take. MJF comes out in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. CM Punk throws him over the top rope and eliminates. Him, I and continued- would die. It would. It continues their feud in the WWE. It's not going to happen because Punk in WWE, but <laughs> yeah, he'll never show up. Yeah, but that would have been that would be cool, right? Because you get their storyline mm-hmm. in the middle of the.
0: Um, if this happens, well, from, Vito. If by some miracle this ends up playing out, I mean, you
1: yeah, heard you it heard it first. from strutting go- from Gorilla Big Vito strutting from Gorilla first. Today is the eleventh uh, of January. So, um, I, I, I will say I stole that off Twitter. Someone, someone else had that. I don't know who it was. I saw it on there, and I was like, "Ooh, that's good."
0: That is pretty good. Yeah, I like that'd that. be cool. Cause I like it, that
1: because it wouldn't affect
0: anything. Like mm-hmm. even if Punk didn't even wasn't even in the Rumble, but he just came out and threw him over the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's all he did. He comes out, does that, and then goes right back.
1: Yeah. But it's just not going to happen. He, they're not. He's not going to go back there. But it would be cool if you saw a guy like, um, like even Jericho coming back, you know, for
0: yeah, the, the yeah.
1: Rumble or someone, because Jericho has a lot of clout in WWE. So you get like a legend coming back, mm-hmm. and then or you then you have somebody like a, a, I don't know, like Jungle Boy or something like that, you know,
0: that that is a AEW guy, you know, yeah, or even like Darby Allen. Yeah, that could be, be. He would. He could be like a really fun person to see one. in a Royal Rumble match.
1: Yeah, that's a really good one. That would be a blast. But it's good to see them kind of embracing it. We'll see how it goes. I I have little faith that there's going to be a lot of AEW WWE. Yeah, interaction. I really have little faith. If it happens, I'll be stoked. But I do just you, uh, sorry. I,
0: I no, I, you're fine. It's just Go like popped it. into my head. But yeah, do you think that there's ever a day where if this is going to continue, if let's say they they decide to reach out to contracted talent and try to work, you know have them work a program or something <clears throat> on their show, do you think at some point we could see that happen on a WrestleMania card where there could be Definitely. build up and then they build up on like a New Japan show or an, at Impact with a feud with that with you know maybe two people from Impact having a match on WrestleMania or Impact and WWE and having a match at WrestleMania. Do you think that that's possible? Like four, definitely, especially
1: with a two day show where you got, you know, yeah, where you're trying 20 to hours of 20 hours of WWE for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely could see that, but the problem is this, right? They need to do. WWE is like a, a kid with ADHD. Like they're all over the place sometimes. And like, they that's need to true. be reined. They need to be reined in. Like they need to be or, reined or they in. They need a prescription stimulant. Yeah. And they're, they're doing, they, they've been doing better and i think it's because they have less wrestlers and they they can focus on it like i see that in aew where it's like they somehow do a good job of taking the storylines and not. Mm-hmm. like i was concerned when daniel um brian or brian danielson mm-hmm. fought hangman page for an hour on dynamite that's half the show <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> and and they only got 3 hours of of time throughout the week and they have all these wrestlers on there but they somehow do a good job not many people get lost in the shuffle but it's gonna happen like oh it's I bound to happen with AEW time, too
0: because yeah. it's it's just
1: the law of averages they have so yeah, many
0: people and so little TV time
1: but that's where, if I'm a wrestler, it's like, step, step the fuck up. Like make yourself known if you're not getting it done at this point, like Alistair black. I love Alistair black. I do. I, I know, really but do. Something
0: is not working.
1: There's something off, but it's, he it was like that in WWE too. It's like, you know what it is? There's no consistent character. He always adds or changes something and he's, he's not the same person every time. Yeah. Um. I, honestly, mm-hmm. he's been on TV a couple times lately and he's been better. It's just, I like his wrestling style. You, you, you got to think about it. The guy's been in the industry for 15 years at this mm-hmm. point, And it's same with like Cesaro and, and Sheamus. I'm sorry, oh. but I love those guys. But if you're not, if they're just going to be a mid Carter for the amount of time they've been in there and then they get a pop from somebody from the fans and they're not going to push them up. What are you doing? Like mm-hmm. Sheamus yeah. at this point to me, if he's champion again, I would be shocked. WWE champion. He just, yeah. I don't
0: think, He's interesting enough. Cesaro will never be champion while he's there. Yeah. It's going to be I, I'd be shocked if they ever gave him the title. They gave him one title shot last April. Yep. That's it. And I remember yeah. all of us talking about it and we were like this is a big deal because yep. Cesaro had just had like his first singles match at WrestleMania. He won it. It yep. was against Seth Rollins, a former champion, and he had some momentum. Daniel Bryan left and it yep. it weaved its way right into Cesaro possibly having a title shot. And then they just, that was it. He had the match. He lost and see you later. Yeah,
1: no, I, I agree. I was listening to that, that book that I was telling you about. We mm-hmm. or I, I love when I say I was listening to that book. Cause it's an audible book and that's how I read. Cause I enjoy it most of the time and I travel a lot for work. So I'm always on the road. So it, it's, it's great. Uh, but they, I'm at, I'm at a point right now where they're talking about their, the Daniel Bryan run um, mm-hmm. and CM punk pipe bomb and everything. And they talked about how WWE every time a wrestler that they didn't want to be over got over, they basically released them like Zack uh, Zack Ryder and um, uh, I want to call, call him Zandalf but he's not Zandolf. uh Who is the guy there? He had a good run, but like... Um, who's it's, the guy you
0: just gave me no information i know
1: i, call, I want to call him zandolph but it's Zandolf? Not Zandolf.
0: like what he had
1: long black hair he was great on the mic he was a decent wrestler um if oh, he didn't God. leave that much of an impression on you then i wonder why you got yeah, released my point is the minute they got hot they took him off tv you know what i mean like it they, yeah. they it was almost like if they organically got hot they didn't utilize him. Like, even Daniel Bryan. Like, Dude, it, it's all, yes all Vince
0: McMahon wants that control. They want I to know. be able to it, say, we're the ones that got this guy over.
1: I, I know, and we're going to stop this in his tracks because this is a positive WWE day. Right, and, and, right. I'm not gonna and I already, I felt it's it. Just...
0: We're 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 getting sucked back into the rabbit But
1: race. let's, this is what I don't want. I'm starting to get sucked in a little bit. And I know, if, I know. if they blow it up on me, I'm going to be very upset. I'm going to come back in here because they're on a good okay. track right now.
0: I, listen, if they do something really egregious, then yeah i'll unleash the kraken
1: i've unleashed the kraken i love it i love it um but no there was something else i wanted to mention here before Mm -hmm. we kind of finish up the the rumble part um that it kind of went unnoticed so the the triple h thing has been really weird and i don't know what's going on there um but we'll talk about that in a second But there's something else that I don't even know if you know, because I I was reading about it last night. Um, Triple H hasn't done an interview about the releases of all of his guys, right? They released all, if you don't know, listeners, they they released a bunch of people that were basically Triple H guys. And Triple H came in and did um, a great job with NXT. He resurrected it. And at at some points, to be honest with you, the main event guys down in NXT could have been better than most of the WWE guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's... Obviously debatable now, but back in the last couple of years, I mean, for us, we talked about NXT more than we did anything else. And so he did a really great job, but they released a lot of his guys. Poor Samoa Joe was released twice in one year, even though it was different years, it was within a year span. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And then William Regal, who's been a mainstay down there and a bunch of people, but he, Triple H hasn't said anything, which makes it even stranger. And I kind of Googled, like, how he was doing because I was curious to see, like, his heart condition and everything. So, recently, he was on some show. He didn't talk about the releases, but it was after the releases. And he talked about um, this new thing called WWE NIL. And it's called Name Image Likeness. So, we might even have to do a, a whole separate show on this because i could talk about it forever but essentially it's wwe signing people in college and i would assume maybe even like high school where they sign them to an nil name image likeness deal where it's almost like a developmental deal so when they're like they want to get the best athletes but they're not getting the best athletes because a lot of them are going to different sports like NFL, all these different things. Right. Right. So what, what are they doing? And so they, they sign them and pay them. It's whatever the rate is. It varies. And you can go and Google it. I, I highly recommend you Google this interview. It's very interesting. And uh, what's his name? Um, stevenson right Who, who's the olympic athlete gable stevenson design? yeah gable stevenson just is one of the first people they signed where he's not going to be on tv for quite some time because he's got other commitments but outside of what he's doing he can they can prepare him and train him slowly right so it's not like he comes in cold turkey and then has to develop they can develop him over time mm-hmm. and his schedule but they they wwe has the rights to that person their name image and likeness It's very interesting Like Google it, It, but it's a great way for them to get these superstar Mm -hmm. athletes and develop them beforehand. And it's way different from back in the day when people used to come up through territories and fight to get there because WWE loves to sign these people and train them and, and make them big. Think about like the Kurt angles, you know, Mm
0: -hmm. Um, and whatnot. But it's, so this is a hell of a recruitment strategy for them to get new people on. My question is, we've complained before about the cookie cutter style. I've yep, heard you and say that's the problem. Right? Yep. So if they're going to be training these wrestlers, how are yep. they training the wrestlers? That's Are the they going to have different coaches teaching different styles depending on what this person's into or people that y- you can end up developing like a hybrid style or are they just betting on we're going to give you a stock wrestling knowledge and just see what happens once you get on a main roster or you get on a show.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, this is why I said we could have a whole podcast. Yeah. On, we, we actually, this is, this is, a teaser, I actually folks. love the idea. I just hate the way WWE trains people to come up. It's all cookie cutter. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they, if they could tweak their, you know, development program um, and maybe they are, who knows. Right. But I like the idea. I think it's great because they're getting in there and getting some of these great athletes That, you know, think about it. If you're a wrestling athlete that is, and they even said, they're like, look, you're going to get paid more if you're someone who has a gold medal in their back pocket, right? You're going to get a little bit more than someone who's maybe just like a seven foot two taco fall type dude who has the image, but may not go anywhere, you know? Um, So I'm curious to see how it works out, but it's, they have a unique circumstance where they can do
0: something like that. And these other, you know, so the other companies don't have those, that, that kind of resource no, or that reach. No. And think about it. If you're someone
1: who's an athlete, are you going to want to get a concussion in the NFL or come to WWE wrestle for, you know, a couple matches a week and, mm-hmm. and go, you know, it's, I, I'm just really, I, I was really shocked when I read about it, that I didn't get more news. And I, honestly, I didn't even know about it. I had to Google what yeah. NIL was. I'm like, Name, image, and likeness? What the hell is that? And it's just their way of signing them to a contract without having them
0: come in and wrestle. Yeah, they still get ownership. Yeah, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I, it's like I like it, but I don't like it. It's a weird... Yeah, I right. don't know how I feel about it, quite honestly. Yeah. This is the first I'm hearing of it. So I, Yeah, I need Google more time it. You're going to gonna have to look it, it up. I, I wanted to bring it up
1: because I was reading about it last night when I heard about it. I'm like, oh, this is a great topic. But anyways, we're, we're moving off topic. I know we only have a few minutes left here. Um, you know, let's let's wrap up the Royal Rumble and then we'll um, I, I want to talk about the, the the Triple H thing a little bit more um, to end the show. Unless there's anything else you want to cover, Mikey.
0: Uh, no, uh, the only other thing I have to say, uh, WWE rise until we get into like our little Royal Rumble prediction here. Uh, yep. Austin Theory is the generic creator wrestler from a WWE <laughs> game hundred percent he's look at him he is exactly what you would imagine when you go into like 2k20 and you go to create someone and it's like a stock person already there that's him it is but i will tell
1: you there's something there because i watched the match he had last night with um
0: oh man i'm terrible at this can i I just say are we we switching places here because i feel like you've become way more positive than i have recently
1: I, I don't know but that's really I, weird thing, though, i just i go off of how i feel when i watch them, and i agree i'm like who the hell is this guy and why is vince mcmahon you're bringing one of the best personalities of all time back when he's like a shell of himself
0: uh he for looks like guy? the crypt keeper right now yeah
1: for this guy like w- what are you doing and um i watched his match and i haven't seen a lot of his matches and he had something there he's I think he's, like, very, very green mm-hmm. or very, very at the beginning of his character. But I think there's something there, man. I, I really do. And I, But I understand what you're saying yeah. about the generic yeah, part the, of it. Just, I based agreed. on
0: appearances alone. That's it. Agreed. Agreed. They need – they got to understand that
1: grit comes from having these people that don't necessarily fit a mold, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what makes things great about WWE. You look at the old school guys and, like, Mick right. Foley. Vince McMahon hated Mick Foley, but I loved Mick Foley. Everyone did, and he—you go back—you would never think he'd be a superstar the way that he was. So, yeah, I agree though, Mike. I I don't disagree right. with that that right. point. So we'll we'll see what happens with him mm-hmm. now. Who do you think is going to win the Royal Rumble? We got to do our predictions before we we kind of wrap up. I
0: the don't show know, man. Way. This is a tough one to to call. And now with this whole reaching out to other companies, it does create a little bit of doubt. Like, well, what what could they? do the ultimate swerve and have somebody friggin' win it. That's not in the company. That could be interesting. I I mean, I doubt, I doubt it. It's, it's highly unlikely, but yeah, my scenario. And I, I think this is an unlikely scenario,
1: but a mm -hmm. good scenario would be to have somehow Rollins be the champion. It's not going to happen because I don't think he's going to beat Roman reigns, but if you have him, The champion and you have AJ Styles who's never won a Royal Rumble Mm -hmm. win the Royal Rumble and you have AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. I think that would be a hell of a match.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Another one might be Biggie. I think he could be due for that and it could guarantee a rematch for the title. I just don't think he needs to win it. Like, that's the
1: thing. Like, I think he could be in a main event with someone and y- you might be right. I, for some reason, I feel like they've, they've used the Royal Rumble as like a weird push for some new guys. Do you know what I mean? As a way to push a new guy that maybe doesn't have that momentum.
0: Yeah. Um, because they don't have King of the Ring anymore. I know. Well, not, not the way it used to. Yeah. It's a neutered version. hmm Yeah. Where someone just
1: is called King for the whole year. That's all but, it is. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do love King Xavier.
0: I think, yeah, he, oh, I think yeah, he's right. absolutely hysterical.
1: Yeah, it's great. But still. Yeah. Uh, so, same. yeah, I don't know who's going to win. It's really great. I mean, Drew McIntyre's kind of fallen off a little bit. It'd be a good time to give him a push, but he won it last year.
0: Yeah. He's already- it, would be,
1: it would be nice to see him in a main event at WrestleMania with a crowd.
0: Oh yeah, I mean that guy got the biggest shaft of all time. He's, yeah. he's got the pandemic title reign. Yeah, but I'm done feeling bad about shafts. Like at this
1: point, here's here's my theory: make me invested, make me want to watch you wrestle, make me want to sure. watch you talk. Like Lesnar's doing that, Biggie's doing that, Rollins is doing that a little bit. Um, Roman yeah. Reigns is doing it.
0: So, I mean, what if one of the champions enters the Rumble? Like, what if Lesnar well, what's enters again, like he Charlotte did a couple Flair. years ago, or it, yeah, if Charlotte goes, like they're maybe they are really leaning towards this unification thing because I could see Roman going in and winning it.
1: Yeah, you know what? I wouldn't be shocked if Kurt Angle came out in the Royal Rumble.
0: Uh, I hope not. I bet he I, does. I don't want him to. I I think he. It hurts me watching him wrestle now. It does. I don't. His body's but the Royal so Rumble's broken, so down. different still john
1: knoxville is gonna be in the r- rumble uh,
0: yeah that's true
1: <laughs> which i don't mind by the way i actually think that's hilarious um because <laughs> they always have so i mean drew Carey was in it that was a little bit over the top but at least johnny knoxville like you could throw him through the ru- through the ring post or something and yeah he, he could probably shit. take a bump
0: that's basically
1: been his whole career yeah he would take a bump um so we'll have to see what happens. I'm very, I'm excited for the Royal Rumble this year. I just hope it's not a letdown. I just feel like every time we have a WWE pay-per-view, the ones that aren't built up are the ones that end up being better, you know? So yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll see. I'm excited. Um, is there anything you want to add on the Royal Rumble, Mikey? No, I got, I got nothing left. I'm excited to see how it all shakes out. Okay. Me too. Lastly, um, before we, you know, end our final thoughts here, um, the Triple H thing. What, what is your thought on this whole... I mean, we talked about the releases already. Like, what, what is your theory on this? I don't
0: understand it. Well, one, I think much like this NIL deal, I think we're going to have to come back to this when we have more time. But yeah. my general thought on it is this seems very purposeful with the moves that they've made. If all of them are connected to Triple H and they're cutting all of that off, it seems like they're cutting off support for this guy. And I have no idea what this means behind the scenes. I I have theories about whether it's a Nick Khan move. I have theories about whether there's some sort of falling out happening with Stephanie and Vince. I like very similar to sort of the things that we saw with Shane back in the day and why he ended up leaving. I question how much longer Triple H has here in WWE.
1: I that's That's my theory, too. It's like they're. Again, I'll use this word again. They're neutering him for some reason, and the crazy thing was, th- he built up a better show than than most. It wasn't WWE style, and mm-hmm. they put him up against AEW, where you're developing these guys and then losing them. And W and AEW is bringing on more stars. How can you even possibly compete with that? And I thought the shows he was putting on were far better yeah. than, than any WWE ones, and I think you know Vince didn't want to admit that maybe that's one theory that maybe he didn't want to admit that that was better so they broke him up i mean they even went as so far as to break down the old NXT logo at the the last thing and it's like why are you doing that you're basically yeah, yeah there's a shoving lot of space for you know and that doesn't it doesn't something seems off there now you could say maybe it's this way for a reason you know maybe they're trying to Maybe Triple H enters
0: the Royal Rumble, you know, and he makes one I final know, match. Man. With that, that heart condition, I don't I see him getting in a ring again. Me neither. I, I do think he'll have one
1: more match, though. I really do. I, I think he'll end up having one more mm. match. I don't think he's gonna go off on the sunset without without one more. Because we'll, we'll 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 see what happens there. But I'm I just don't understand it. Um, um and I and neither one are saying anything. So we yeah. I don't know if we'll ever know the real
0: truth. No. No. 20 years from now we'll know. Yeah. And there's a tell all I mean,
1: audiobook. I yeah, that's right. <laughs> we promised you a great show part 2. That's right. Um All right, Mike, we last lastly before we end this thing, um I know you have some very uh important news that
0: you would like to tell the fans, um which I'm very proud of you by the way. Uh, thank you. Thank you. This was actually done while we were at Mohican Sun Arena. I signed she Pops up for, under your belt. <laughs> I signed up for Impact Plus. So I I wish I wish I was more versed in Impact. I think I've wanted to do some deep dives into it because for so long it's just been shit on as like this second rate company. And I think some of that's probably warranted. However, oh, I do think they there's a lot of things that they did really well. Especially the knockout stuff—that was stuff that was happening before WWE. But um, I really just wanted to let the listeners know that I have Impact Plus. Give me some of your recommendations, and you can tweet at us. Right, I'm, I'll give it to you right now. The Twitter and our TikTok is at from underscore underscore Gorilla. Our Instagram is at SF Gorilla Pod, and you can find us on Facebook at SFG Podcast. So, give me your recommendations. What should I be watching?
1: yeah i already enlightened him to a little of the uh hardcore justice um pay-per-view which <laughs> we only got a little of it we were we were getting amped up for the show so we we only got a little of it but uh you got to watch that um there was definitely good run listen i was on the impact or tna train for a while there mm-hmm. um and you know this and, i do but the guys like aj styles bobby rude i mean they had some abyss um they had some good They had some good stuff. I talked about homicide being TJ Perkins, right? Like there's some stuff that maybe you're going to see that you're like, Oh wow, this guy, I know this guy, you know, um, original TNA stuff. Watch shark boy. Shark boy was awesome. It's gone nowhere, but he was awesome. Um, and their whole X division was unbelievable. Basically it was like two Oh five live, but way better. Um, and they, they were doing some innovative things. So we're going to do, we'll do a whole podcast on that too. Um, when when you get a little bit more in depth, I mean, I think, you know, enough, we could do it now, but I think given you watching some of the the key moments you'll, you'll really like, so Mm -hmm. congrats on, on that. Um, I'm a little jealous. Uh, I might have to steal your password and watch a few things or most of it's on YouTube, so we could probably watch it there. (laughs) But um, cool. All right, so this was our our, our Royal Rumble kind of preview. Uh, I think the next one we'll probably do a little bit of a Royal Rumble recap, maybe talk about WrestleMania season, and then we'll get into some of our our bread and butter, going talking about specific legends or or TNA or whatever, like we mm-hmm. normally do. I think it'll be it'll be good. But we're back we're back on the train here, season two, of strutting from Gorilla. Um, we thank you for listening, and we will see you on the next show. Peace out. We now return your perception of reality to you until next time.